This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. How are you guys doing this week? I am doing well this week. I had a really good week, honestly. I feel like I got to relax a lot and I spent time with family and I spent time with friends and I went to church. Um, guys, I was supposed to go on a date this weekend, but, um, what's it? He had actually rescheduled, but low key, I'm kind of going to not actually reschedule and not go on the date. And... I was actually kind of glad it happened because I got to spend even more time with myself. I actually was really productive this week. I felt really, really good. And I also kind of felt like it was a sign from the universe too, because I feel like the universe and God just wanted me to spend more time focusing on me, which I was glad for. And I was also only going to go on the date just because I was like, I don't know, maybe I should keep my heart open, even though I'm not like um, wanting to do a relationship just yet. Like I was like, maybe I should still have my heart open and just have the experience of dates, but not actually do anything serious. Does that make sense? So I'm kind of in this time where I'm trying to balance everything out. I'm still having like my moment of taking a step back in a way of like not taking the dating world serious, but I'm still putting myself out there, just not a crazy amount. But I was kind of glad, like I said, just because I got to stay home. (laughs) Um, And then I also, I took myself to the coffee shop actually, and I got to read, I got to relax I got to write that book that I've been writing, which was also nice. So I've been adding more stuff to that. Um, And the friends that I caught up with, I caught up with my besties. And then I also caught up with someone that I haven't talked to since high school. Like I haven't seen her in forever. And it was actually so nice because there's so many things like high school is like forever ago. (laughs) You know, I already graduated college and stuff. So it's like forever ago. But it's so nice sometimes to see people from high school and talk about things that you never talked about when you were in high school, or things that you thought now that you're grown and stuff like you can really actually talk about the things that you analyzed properly later. And it was nice, because I just felt like we could really relate to each other. So it was really nice um, sorry, I said nice a billion times. Um, it was really nice getting to talk to someone from high school and just have like some nice girly time, you know? And then today was the Super Bowl. I know you guys are probably going to be like, what the fuck? You got, you're literally doing this like after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I literally filmed this on today is technically now Monday. I am not going to lie. It's about to be 2 a.m. soon. And I did this because I was almost going to post a different episode, but then I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. It's Valentine's Day this week, literally. So, you know, even though it's not Valentine's Day yet, it's tomorrow. 
happy Valentine's Day and happy Galentine's Day. If there's any of you that are single and you think that you don't have a Valentine, I am your Valentine. So get it right. I am your Valentine. And also you are your own Valentine. And I also think even if you are in a relationship, happy Valentine's Day to you guys too. Um, Even if you are in a relationship, you should still be your own Valentine anyways, just so that you're always making time for you and making sure that you're um, having yourself as a priority while also being with someone because who you are, you shouldn't lose that. So just wanted to make that known because I... Definitely, I feel like I myself, when I've been in a relationship, sometimes I've like lost myself in it. So I'm trying to make sure that I keep as much balance as I can, even when I do eventually, I guess, get into something at some point. Like, I want to try to make sure that I'm so in check with myself now and that that kind of routine and that mentality lasts when I do get into something serious. So if you are in a serious relationship, just know that you can also be your own Valentine while having a Valentine and there's nothing wrong with that. And um, it makes you feel really good because you feel really surrounded with love, not by just your partner, but also with yourself. And yeah, I just wanted to say that. But um, overall, I had a really good week. And I hope that you guys had a really good week. And yeah, it's fucking 2 a.m. I don't even know how I have the energy for this right now. I probably sound energized or I don't know, maybe I sound relaxed. But like when I tell you I can't wait to sleep, but also I was like, I got to film it. I got to record this. I have to. So y'all are up with me right now. But anyways, we are going to get into the story in a bit, but before we get into the story, I'm going to tell you what this podcast is about in case you are new here. So um, if you are new here, this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with 3 and you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E. Or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Your story should be up to 500 words or less. And if you want to send an audio voice message instead of typing out your story, just please keep it up to five minutes max. Thank you. All right. So this is going to be one story for today because it's a very long one, but I thought it was worth being told because even though it's long, like, it's so relatable and personable, and the person who sent this story in, she's actually one of my influencer friends on TikTok. Her name is Demi Mundo, and she is the coolest person, and I think she's so sweet. I love her content. She does a lot of body positivity and stuff like that. So you guys should definitely check her out. Demi Mundo is her name. Type her in. She also does like fitness kind of stuff as well. Um, She is just love her. She's the sweetest person. So positive. So kind. And I just really think that she has a lot to say and a lot to share and a lot of insight and that's why I really liked her story 
And her story is all about how she kind of chased the idea of someone for around like six years, as you can see in the title and stuff like that. So um, yeah, we are going to give that story a listen. So I think I want to (laughs) tell, because how this clownery ended really is like the plot twists and the twists and turns are really crazy. So I feel like this is a really good story to recap. (laughs) So this is a story of me and my, (laughs) me and my ex. Um, He was a Taurus, just to tell you, he was a Taurus, he was Haitian, he was 6'5", he was a menace to society. (laughs) Okay, so let me set the scene. It's summer of 2016. Vibes are high. Everything is great. I am personally, like, really going through a very transformative time in my life. I'm 24 at the time. Um, and I just started this new job. It literally is like a a big transformative time. I feel like I'm stepping into a new era. Um, for context, I do want to share that I've never had a boyfriend, um, up until this point, I've never had like a serious like relationship or anything that I would consider serious. So it becomes fall of 2016. We're still coming off the the vibes of summer. Things are still great. Drake is still popping. And I go out with my girls for one of our friends, one of our sorority sisters birthdays. We go out to this bar and this is one of the times that I was like, like this was an era where I was really wild and out in the streets. Like I was in the streets. <laughs> I was in the streets for the streets. And we have like a blast at the, one of our favorite bars and we are leaving and we are on the street. And this is right before the election, mind you, in 2016. And so I'm on the street yelling at these guys. Like we're talking to this group of guys and I start to get into like an argument about Trump and like how he's detrimental to our country and la la la. So I'm like popping off on these guys and I'm like actually getting kind of upset uh, just because we're being like really ignorant. But I turn around because my girlfriend was like, our Uber is here. So I turn around and I physically run into this man and he's like, he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He's like, are you okay? Actually, I was coming over to, to make sure that you were okay. And he was like, I'm, I'm really sorry. I just saw that you were like getting in this heated argument with these guys. And I wanted to make sure that you were like feeling safe as a woman. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. And then I like, I remember looking up, like I literally had to physically look up because this man is six, five. I looked up at him and I was like, oh my God, this is one of the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) I was stunned. And I just have never had that kind of moment. And I was like, uh, yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was really nervous. My girlfriend's really like, to me, we have to go now. And he was like, um, oh, he can, I, I won't be weird. I promise. But like, is there any way that I can grab your number? And so I, <laughs> I give him my number and I'm lit. I am very drunk at this point. And I get into the Uber and I didn't know <laughs> that all of my girlfriends like my three other girlfriends had invited a bunch of people back to our place so we're in the uber and they're like oh yeah i invited these guys blah blah blah. and i was like oh okay like whatever and i'm simultaneously texting this guy because i'm like oh my god i just saw the most beautiful man i've ever seen in my entire life i'm simultaneously texting him and before i know it i'm inviting him over (sighs) so 
we get home and I'm like tired. I'm somebody that when it's time to wrap up the night, I'm like, I'm ready to go night night. And so I start to get into my PJs <laughs> and we're having people come over for an after party, <laughs> but I'm like ready to, to go to bed. Um, but the guys that were invited over were actually kind of strange and the vibes just were not right. And then all of a sudden we hear a knock at the door. I had completely forgotten that I invited I well, let's okay, let's call him John. Let's just call him a generic name. Um, so John knocks at the door, and um, my friend was like, "Do me? I think someone's here for you." And I go to the door, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in my jammies. There's tons of other men in the house, and I'm looking at the most beautiful man I've ever seen." And I was like, "Oh my god." hey and he's like hey but anyways he ends up like hanging out with us and i like you know this is like a post-grad house like there's not that much furniture um i have us sit on the floor me and this six five man this huge man sitting crisscross applesauce and he's like scoping out the scene because he was just like making sure that everything was fine like with the other guys but eventually like he actually helps kick those guys out and he just hangs out with us and everybody starts to go to bed and he actually brought a friend with him and he was like, um, you know, like I didn't know what he was going to do or like if he was going to do anything at all. Um, but he didn't try anything weird. And his homie was like, even asking him, like I saw his homie being like, do you want to stay? Whatever. And, uh, he ended up being like, no, no, no. Like I, I don't want to stay. Like, I want to be respectful. So they left. I ended up entering into, like, I had no idea what I was about to get myself into. But this man, I was really, like, pretty drunk that night. And, like, even though I remember everything pretty clearly, I remember being like, was he attractive? Like, I can't tell. Like, was he attractive? I never had a boyfriend up until this point. I I never felt chemistry like this before. And so we had been texting a little bit. And he asked me to, like, go get, like, a drink or coffee or tea or something. Um, and this was like, oh, almost a week later. And I decided, okay, why not? But it was after a lot of like my friends pushing me to do it, being like, yeah, you like were really into him. Like you should do it. La, la, la. And I was like, okay, we ended up going to a coffee shop and talking <laughs> for like four hours. We really stayed there up until they basically closed and it was time for us to go. Um, and I remember like sitting there and being like, oh my God. And I remember calling my best friend after and being like, this is about to be a crazy ride. Like one of us is about to get hurt because I'm going to be, I'm going to become obsessed with this man. And I remember saying that and I can, I can literally see myself in the car having that conversation right now because boy, little did I know what ride I was about to go on. So we ended up going on several dates he ended up meeting all of my friends and we ended up dating solidly for six months it was the most magical six months of my life at that time it was so beautiful and i was shown a love and what qualities in a man for the first time like could be and like what i would even want in a relationship like it was just so beautiful and now i can look on it without hate and resentment (laughs) but like at that time it was it was just so magical it was a beautiful time for me and for that version of myself (sighs) but unfortunately at one point 
uh, suddenly he calls me one day and tells me that somebody very important in his family, someone very important in his family had passed away. Um, and she was actually like murdered. And so it was very sudden, very unfortunate. It was somebody who was very close to, and he was just like, I, I can't even be like a human. I don't know how I can be in a relationship. Like, I'm really sorry. And we hadn't talked about it because he knew that I was going to move to Los Angeles. Um, and I told him like, I'm going to move to Los Angeles. Like this was the plan the entire time. And so I'd moved from San Diego where we were at and I moved to LA six months after we broke up. And I remember wanting to like see him before I left to just like have some closure. And I texted him being like, Hey, it'd be really nice to meet up. I'm going to move to LA soon. Like, just want to see how you're doing. And he ghosted me. And so a year into me, like moving, living in LA, like fully living my life one night on 4th of July, I get a phone call from him. And funny enough, he is in LA and I'm in San Diego because I came down to visit my friends and he's in the area and he called me drunk and he was like, hey, I just, and it was like so crazy to me that he was calling me because he really went ghost on me. He went completely ghost and he um, was just like, hey, I just wanted to see what you were doing. Like I'm in the area, blah, blah, blah. And I was like so thrown off that this is how he's contacting me after almost a year like we were so serious and it was such a sweet gentle love that all of a sudden you're calling me trash and you possibly want to hook up and that should have been my first warning that should have been my first red flag that should have been my first red flag but (laughs) it was not so I went ahead and um told him hey I'm actually in San Diego I can't see you but that started a roller coaster of us contacting each other, calling each other drunk, being like, I miss you. I want to see you. I want to see you. There was a full six months of that until I finally agreed to actually see him. And when I actually agreed to see him, I thought that maybe we would meet up or like do something like we used to do, like something more wholesome. But it turned out that he really just wanted to hook up. And I was so thrown off by that, but I wanted the version of him and our relationship back so badly that I just let things happen. And by let things happen, I mean, like, I just allowed for for me to, like, go over to his place and, like, make out and, and see him. And, like, it was it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do, but I was happy to have any version of him at that time. And that, like, you know, that's that's kind of sad, but it is what it is. And that's just where I was. <sighs> and then that happened for, like, about an entirety of a year. Until I finally... So now we're in 2019. And this is where the first big plot twist comes in. And this is just, like, a big lesson in lack of boundary setting and respecting your own boundaries and your and your own wants and desires. 2019. So we're going on and off, seeing each other, hooking up when we're drunk, missing each other, saying big claims, making each other still feel wanted and valued to a certain degree. So beginning of 2019, I go ahead and have a serious conversation with him. It was like February of 2019. I was like, hey, bud, like I want, I want something serious. I don't want to do this anymore. 
And if I come to see you one more time, like, I want it to be serious. So I see him and we sleep together and have a beautiful night. And the next morning, (laughs) only basically a few hours later, I receive a text message from him, a text message saying that while he's so happy that we were able to like revisit this chapter of us, that he wants other options and he wants to be able to see other people. And I will never be able to unsee the other options <laughs> text message ever again. But with that being said, I immediately like sent him this long paragraph and blocked him on everything. So I go the next, the rest of 2019, totally free, live laughing and loving. Okay, so then what comes after 2019? 2020. I'm doing like everything totally fine. I start the pandemic. I'm actually completely alone for six months. Um, my roommate wasn't in town, so I'm just like thugging it out solo. Um, and I was just like, not even a man was not even a thought in my mind until the end of 2020. I just had a weird dream about him and a woman's intuition never lies. So I decided to unblock him for some reason. I just had a feeling and I decided to look at his social media. And he's booed up. He is booed up. He's posting a girl booed up in a happy relationship. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, well, it's really time for me to move on from this. And I would say this is like October of 2020. Tell me why in November of 2020, a month later... <laughs> mind you I'm not stupid I didn't look at his story I didn't leave any trace of me looking at his social media but I'm pretty sure he noticed that I had unblocked him this man starts to watch my stories and I was like oh and this really led to a messy habit of him watching my stories and for some time the picture of the girl was still up but I would say by December of 2020 the photo was taken down from the beginning of January of 2021 to May of 2021, this man was consistently watching my stories, consistently watching what I was doing, wasn't following me, didn't say a word, just watching, just watching. I let him be a fan. And then in May of 2021, it was one of my best friend's birthdays. So in May of 2021, it was one of my best friend's birthdays and we, um, we're having this huge party. It was like, you know, we got an Airbnb and there was like 10 of us. Everybody tested for COVID, did it the safest way we could. And it was so much fun and so needed. But I'd posted pictures and posted a bunch of stories and he couldn't control himself. And he finally messaged me and that his approach for some reason just felt different. And I still was missing him, unfortunately. And you would have thought that I would have learned my lesson the first time. And so It is May of 2021, and in June of 2021, we actually saw each other, and we went on a date, and it was just felt like the beginning all over again. It was so beautiful. We had such a beautiful summer in 2021, and the entire time, I just had a weird feeling, but I didn't want to listen to it because we were having such a good time. Because we were having such a good time, I didn't want to listen to it, but... I just had a weird feeling and he saw me right before my birthday in August 
and he even came to see me right before he left for like a three week long trip in August. Um, and I was like, oh, wow, he's making efforts. Like, it's so nice. We even talked about me going to see him in his hometown and like maybe me flying out during his trip for me to meet his family and be with him, which was crazy. I was like, wow, we're really doing well. Like we're doing well. By the end of August, he goes completely ghost in the last week and out of nowhere, I'm working and I receive a text from him. And in this text, it says, hey, I've had a really good time with you, but I need to let you know that someone else I've been dating in the background wants to be exclusive and I want to honor that. I was absolutely floored. I was shocked. I was gagged. (laughs) I was flabbergasted. And I ended up like waiting a little bit, wrote a long paragraph and said goodbye. And I blocked him on everything. And we've never talked since. But I think what's really important in this was like my lessons of failed boundary settings and chasing the idea of someone and something. And it took me a really long time to like still get over it. That the fact that somebody could really hurt you like that twice and wrong you like that. Like you can never have somebody pick you. And also the links that someone will go to do what they want and get what they want in the moment. So I don't know if this is juicy enough for you, but it's definitely silly. Um, And I know this is so much to listen to. It's like I gave you your own podcast. (laughs) So I'm really sorry about that. But um, definitely let me know if this is okay. Um, I have some other stories that are a little interesting. I'm like, one's like a little too fresh. (laughs) I'm like afraid. (laughs) Um, But yeah, let me know what you think. Holy shit. You guys were together on and off for fucking from since 2016 2016 to 2022 that's like a long time and a long time ago 2016 like 2016 i'm like what did we do in 2016 like i'm trying to think is that the era when we had galaxy leggings like probably i think so but um geez that's a long time and honestly i feel like for it to be on and off for that long Um, even though it might not have been healthy to do, obviously, like, but it kind of just shows how strongly you felt. And I feel like that's something to really note in there because that's a long time to feel something for someone. You know what I mean? Even if it was on and off, like that's a long time to still feel it every single time and always be curious about it just shows that there was definitely something in him that created that deep bond for you like towards him and stuff like that and I'm sure he probably felt it too but it just seems like you probably felt it stronger based off of how it ended and stuff like that but um you know I just want to make sure that you know that it's not silly to feel that way because I know you mentioned in the end like oh sorry if this was silly like it's not silly I think it's a beautiful thing to love someone that hard And it shows the way that you express loyalty and dedication to loving someone in full. You know, like a lot of the times, I feel like we all tend to think that being um, obsessive or like loving someone really hard or having an anxious detachment style or or, um, having limerence, which I learned about limerence like literally over the weekend. Um, I posted some TikTok 
And someone was like, yeah, that's limerence because I was talking about how I can become like obsessive when I finally have an interest in someone. Like I'll just always be thinking about them and like have really, I guess, unrequited feelings for someone who could be emotionally unavailable, but my mind will still be ridiculous about it, right? And I feel like that's happened to everyone at some point. If not, um, good for you. I'm glad for you. Lucky you. But um, for me personally, I've definitely experienced that where it's like I could know that someone is not ready and for some reason it makes it enticing where I'm like, oh yeah, you're so cool. But it's weird. And yeah, but point is going back to this, I feel like we all have this tendency to do these things or feel this way or feel that strongly and we think of it as something that's bad. And like, in a way, like, yeah, there's some toxic parts of it. Why did I say that way? In a way, there's some toxic parts of it. But in reality, it's really just a strong part of us that carries passion in love. And it's not something that we should shame ourselves for or judge ourselves for. And like, I mean, I definitely, I could take my own advice more on this and stuff like that. I'm definitely working on it. Um, But you know, we're not perfect and that's okay. And even having those qualities, like they aren't perfect, but it's really the main point of it is that it comes from a place of love where you just love hard and you shouldn't be ashamed to love hard. But anyways, um, let's go over the story and break down my opinions on certain parts. So, okay, um, it sounds like you two genuinely did have a strong and beautiful love for those first six months that you guys were together. And then I feel like after he experienced that trauma with a family member passing away from murder, um, it definitely changed him, you know, like, of course, like that, that would change anybody. Um, I feel like it definitely changed him and it's understandable why you guys broke up over it. Also, by the way, my condolences go out to him, even though it was a while ago, you know, like it still matters. But um, I feel like sometimes when you lose someone you're super close to or you're suffering with grief, it's very, it could go either way. Like you either genuinely grow stronger from it over time. And it's not something like grief doesn't go away. It never actually goes away. It just simply gets smaller or I don't know if it even gets smaller or maybe you just get bigger around it you grow more away from it I don't know how to explain it I personally haven't experienced a deep level of grief but I know a lot of people who have and I empathize with them and that's why I can only explain it to the extent that I can but um that's the way I kind of understand it is that it never goes away it just I guess, kind of gets a little smaller or you grow bigger away from it, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, that's either the case or you just change for the worse. There's, I feel like there's not much in between. It's either you grow from it or, or it just doesn't change you and you stay in this state of mind if you choose to stay in a state of mind because you're scared of the change of maybe it, you, 
getting better over time. Some people fear that if they do move on from it, that they let it go. And some people are scared to let go of the pain because then they feel guilt. And like I said, I haven't personally experienced it. But based off of what I've seen and what's been explained to me, a lot of people have said that that's how they've felt. Um, So yeah, it's definitely not easy. And now, you know, none of that is an excuse to any way that you act in a relationship or act towards someone after and anything like that. Um, But it's just something like those things are true. That stuff really is hard to go through. But I do think that it honestly was messed up that you didn't get the proper closure. It's understandable, but it's messed up. And then the fact that all of a sudden he calls you up when he's drunk in the area to hook up on his own time. If if any one of my exes ever did that, I would honestly feel so upset and so offended after having spent such a good time while being together in a relationship and then they just treat me like a random girl that they'd sleep with. Like, I would, I would, I would take it so personal. Because then it's like they're acting as if we didn't just fucking hold hands for months and cuddle and go on cute dates and shit like that. Like, that would, oh my god, that shit would humble me or, I don't, I don't know if it would humble me. It would just make me feel really sad. It would make me feel, like, awful. It would honestly fuck with my ego. Um, I don't think you should have gone along with it, but I fully get why you did. Because when you miss the person that you fell in love with, it's hard to acknowledge that even it even though like okay it's hard to acknowledge that even though it's the same person it's really not actually the same person if you know what i mean like it's the same body right it's the same person the same body in that way but it's a new soul Someone becomes brand new over time throughout the years. It's a different version of him. So I feel like what makes it hard is because you were so in love with the old version of him, it's so easy to confuse the old version with the new version because our brains want to believe that the old version, a part of them, that old past version is still there is what we want to believe, but they're really not always there. Maybe they are there, but sometimes they're not. And sometimes that fucking sucks. It really does. And it's hard because your mind really, really wants to believe that you're gonna find that old version at some point. And you really might not. Like, I myself have done that before, too, where I've held on to someone just a little bit longer because I missed the old version of them. And it sucks because trying to rewire your brain after that, especially after not getting proper closure, is just, it's almost impossible. It really is. I'm not going to say it's completely impossible, but, like, it's damn near, like, it's fucking hard it really is it's difficult but anyways um going to okay the part where you were talking about how you guys finally went on a date again after all those years and everything and then 
the date started going well and it felt like the very first time and it was going, you know, really nicely, I feel like, honestly, he probably genuinely felt those things all over again. You know, the same as you, he probably did. I wouldn't deny that. But the fact that he was seeing someone else, it probably meant that he felt some sort of doubt. And honestly, it pro- it definitely has nothing to do with you and everything to do with his own feelings. And I guess seeing what was best for him at that time or um, seeing what he thought was a good match for him and stuff like that. Or also, to me, it could even be to do with the past. Sometimes when you're with someone during a traumatic event, um, I feel like it's harder to want to get back with them because that person can remind them of their past, which could be linked to something that was traumatic. So, you know, around the same time he was dating you, that happen that thing happened in the family with a sudden passing like that and it could be that even whatever the case may be you know he made his decision and at least you got your closure it sucks that he just sent it in a message i wish he handled that way better i don't know why he would think that that's what you deserved i think that's like really not nice um But I think it just goes to show that even though you can hold on to a love for so long, sometimes it's just not always going to work, no matter how much you try. And honestly, that's okay. Even though it's going to hurt and stuff like that, even though that could hurt, it's okay when that happens. Like, if someone broke up with you and you really felt like that was the love of your life and they ended things and now you're shattered, your heart's broken, you you really aren't sure if you'll ever move on, like, that's so not true. You will. You will move on at some point because what's meant for you will always be. What's meant for you will always, always be. And, you know, like if something was meant to come back, it would come back. If something else was meant to come into your life, it will come into your life. But until you really take the time to fully just release and let go of the expectations of it and just fully immerse yourself in just focusing on who you are and knowing that what's meant to be for you will be, then you will feel so much more relief in that. You'll feel stronger in that. And that is what helps you get through a breakup the most. And it's also what helps you just grow as an individual. And that's a really good thing. You know, sometimes pain is not always a bad thing because pain, you have to be thankful for in a way because it helps you grow. It helps you grow and it helps you learn. And if you don't make mistakes or if you don't get your heart broken or if you don't um, feel like you failed at something, then it will never, you'll never learn anything new. You'll never learn anything new. You'll never learn how to pick yourself up. So, 
see it as a positive thing that only added to your personal growth and taught you more about what you deserve and who you will be for yourself. So that is something I would take away from it personally. And I think you definitely have. It seems like you've grown a lot. And I watch your content, you know, like I said, and I love your content. It's very inspirational, very positive all the time. I really love it. Uh, so it seems like you're doing really well. I also saw that you were at New York Fashion Week. So like, girl, go ahead. Like, good for you. I'm so proud of you. Like, you're doing so much better. Honestly, you're doing so much better from how you were telling us about this time period from 2016 to now just shows that really and truly when you let go of that all and you grow over time from your pain and you learn things on your own, it helps shape you into a better version of you. And that's when you're thriving and you are thriving. So go you girl. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And yeah, So that's our story, you guys. (laughs) That's our story for the day, which means I'm going to be going to bed because now it is literally 2 a.m. But um, anyways, uh, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I know it was one story, but like I said, it was worth it. And I felt like it was so essential for Valentine's Day because there's so many people that are single on Valentine's Day and either like going through something or want to be in something, you know? So I was like, okay, this would probably be a nice relatable episode for everybody. And I wanted to do that for you guys. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. And if you guys have any other stories that you want to send in, please do it. Because I actually do need more stories. I'm not going to lie. But um, thank you so much for listening. And we are going to close this out with our sound healing. So yeah, um, sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose and out from your mouth, and I'm going to play. you guys thank you so much for joining it really means the most to me especially because i'm like tired and it's like 2 a.m but um thank you so much for joining um if you are new here and you made it this far i love you you are literally the best thank you so much i really hope you come back like truthfully subscribe right away if you're new please but um yeah i love you guys i always appreciate you guys being here And I hope you guys have the bestest week ever. Goodbye.